Hare Krishna, we are so fortunate to have His Grace Sri Badrani Prabhu from New Vrindavan, West Virginia. And Prabhuji will enlighten attend us on Srimad Bhagavatam 6.2.41. Please take over the call, Prabhuji. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Dhammatpana, Augusta Shilakaupal and Guru Maharaj. Thank you for giving me this opportunity. So, we are reading from Canto 6 which is entitled as the prescribed duties for mankind and chapter 2 which is entitled as the deliverance of Ajamila and we are reading the text number 41 so I will read the verse and translation and purport then we will go ahead and discuss Tato gunebya atmanam Vyujyatma samadhina Yuyujye bhagavadhamni Brahmani anubhavatmani Translation Ajamira fully engaged in devotional service. Thus, he detached his mind from the process of sense gratification and became fully absorbed in thinking of the form of the Lord. Purport by his divine grace, C.S.E. Bhaktivedanta Swami, Srila Prabhupada Ki If one worships the deity in the temple, one's mind will naturally be absorbed in the thoughts, in the thought of the Lord and his form. Therefore, there is no distinction between the form of the Lord and the Lord himself. Therefore, Bhakti Yoga is the most easy system of yoga. Yogis try to concentrate their minds upon the form of the Supreme Lord Vishnu within the heart, but the same objective is easily achieved when one's mind is absorbed in the deity worship in the temple. In every temple there is a transcendental form of the Lord and one may easily think of this form by seeing the during Arati, by offering Boga and by constantly thinking of the form of the deity. One becomes a first class yogi. This is the best process of yoga as confirmed by the Supreme Personality of Godhead in Bhagavad Gita 6.7 Yoginam apisarvesam madgatam karatmana shraddhavan bhajate yomam same yuktatma mataham Of all yogis, he who always abides in me with great faith, worshipping me in transcendental loving service, <clears throat> is most intimately united with me in yoga and is the highest of all. The first class yogi is he who controls his senses and detaches himself from material activities by always thinking of the form of the Lord. Om Timirandasya Gyananjana Salakaya Yakshuruan Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha 
ಶ್ರೀಚೈತನ್ಯಮನೋಭೀಷ್ಟಂ ಸ್ಥಾಪಿತೂತಲೆ ಸ್ವಯಂ ರೂಪ ಕದಾಮಯ್ಯಂ ದಾತಿ ಸ್ವಾಪದಾಂತಿ ವಂದೇಹಂ ಶ್ರೀಗುರುಂ ಶ್ರೀಯುತಾಪದಕಮಲಂ ಶ್ರೀಗುರುಂ ವೈಷ್ಣವಾಂಶ ಶ್ರೀರೂಪ ಸಾಗ್ರಜಕ ಸಹಗಣ ರಘುನಾಥಾಂತ್ವಿತ ಸಜೀವಂ ಸಾಧ್ವೈತ ಸಾವದೂತ ಪರಿಜನ ಸಹಿತ ಕೃಷ್ಣಚೈತನ್ಯದೇವ ಶ್ರೀರಾಧಾಕೃಷ್ಣಪದ ಸಹಗಣ ಲಲಿತಾಶ್ರೀವಿಶಾಖಾನ್ವಿತ್ಶ ನಮೋ ವಿಷ್ಣುಪದ ಕೃಷ್ಣಪ್ರೇಷ್ಠಾಯೂತಲೆ ಶ್ರೀಮತೆ ಭಕ್ತಿವೇದಾಂತ ಸ್ವಾಮೀನಿತಿನಾಮಿನೆ ನಮಸ್ತೆ ಸರಸ್ವತೀದೇ ಗೌರವಾನೀ ಪ್ರಚಾರಿಣಿ ನಿರ್ವಿಶೇಷ ಶೂನ್ಯವಾದಿ ಪಾಶ್ಚಾತ್ಯ ದೇಶತಾರಿಣಿ ನಮೋ ಮಹಾವದನ್ಯಾಯ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಪ್ರೇಮ ಪ್ರದಾಯತೆ ಕೃಷ್ಣಾಯ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ನಾಮಿನೇ ಗೌರತ್ವಿಷೇ ನಮಃ ಏ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಕರುಣಾಸಿಂಧು ದೀನಬಂಧು ಜಗತ್ಪತೆ ಗೋಪೇಶ ಗೋಪಿಕಾಂತ ರಾಧಾಕಾಂತ ನಮೋಸ್ತುತೆ ತಪ್ತ ಕಾಂಚನ ಗೌರಾಂಗಿ ರಾಧೇ ವೃಂದಾವನೇಶ್ವರಿ ವೃಷಭಾನುಸುತೆ ದೇವಿ ಪ್ರಣಮಿ ಹರಿಪ್ರಿಯೆ ವಾಂಚಾಕಲ್ಪತರುಭ್ಯಶ್ಚ ಕೃಪಾ ಸಿಂಧುಭ್ಯೇವಚ ಪತಿಭ್ಯೋ ವೈಷ್ಣವೇಭ್ಯೋ ನಮೋ ನಮಃ ಜಾಯ ಶ್ರೀಕೃಷ್ಣ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಪ್ರಭೋ ನಿತ್ಯಾನಂದ ಶ್ರೀಅದ್ವೈತ ಗದಾಧಾರ ಶ್ರೀವಾಸಾದಿಗೌರಭಕ್ತವೃಂದ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ 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 ಹರೇ 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 ರಾಮ ಹರೇ ರಾಮ 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 ಹರೇ 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 ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಸೊ ದಿಸ್ ವರ್ಸ್ ಈಸ್ ಬೇಸಿಕಲಿ ಟಾಕಿಂಗ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ ದ ಗ್ಲೋರಿಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಡಿವೋಷನಲ್ ಸರ್ವಿಸ್ where he talks about the ajamila after he is got a chance from the experience he had that is the discussion samvadam or arguments between yamadutas and vishnudutas then he fully realized what his condition is and then he decided to come to haridwar and then engaging himself in devotional service and this was specifically talks about after engaging in the devotional service 
so he detached his mind from the the process of a sense gratification and fully observed in thinking of the form of the lord so as such this chapter itself is fully glorifies the devotional service in a way if you go to see shrimad bhagavatam itself is glorifying a devotional service i think can somebody mute there is a noise is coming up i don't have that facility yes prabhu ji muted um thank you mother so uh, the shrimad bhagavatam itself is actually is the glorification of a devotional service it's not glorifying about jnana yoga or it's not glorifying karma yoga or it is not glorifying ashtanga yoga any uh, any other processes as such bhagavatam is fully is meant uh, so glorification of a devotional service and much deeper in a sense bhagavatam talks about or glorifies most of the times the personalities who detached or who are not in the process of engaging in sense gratification in a way bhagavatam subtly glorifies the brahmacharis those who are not uh, married those who are not engaged in the sense gratification and purposes as such um, so where we can see the narada muni is preaching to Uh, prachetas so, so many so many incidents so many places we can find but then again you will find bhagavatam is also glorifying dro maharaj bhagavatam is also glorifying prahlad maharaj and bhagavatam is also glorifying ajamila now if you go to see these personalities prachetas they are brought up in a a wonderful environment and then on their advice on the advice of their father they go to forest and they perform tapasya under the water and they perfect their lives the same thing is with uh, uh, dhruva maharaj dhruva maharaj because of revenge he comes to the forest and then he performs tapasya and he perfects his life the prahlad maharaj is from birth he is a devotee now bhagavatam here is glorifying a person who was a good personality but later on due to circumstances he has taken up <clears throat> different path of life and 
after that entire life he committed sinful activities and now at the fag end of his life he realized that what is the mistake he has done in his entire life so he is trying to set right or correct that mistake by practicing a devotional service through the process of a devotional service so that is the glory of a devotional service the propad writes in uh, nectar of instruction devotional service is so powerful that it drags the person to the ultimate success so devotional service being started or being uh, commenced by somebody in one form or other it may appear that person is not taking up a devotional service person is not interested in devotional service but by any chance if that person started at some point of time that will drag the person to the ultimate success that is going back to the spiritual world only uh, only difference or only thing that is separating the time is the thing that is separating right now right now he may not be seen as a devotee but then being started devotional service it's going to catch up and then drag him to the ultimate success that is the glory of a devotional service now when krishna is talking in bhagavad gita to arjuna when arjuna is mentioning to krishna that why should we have to fight we should not be fighting when arjuna is given all the reasons and krishna wanted to convince arjuna for the fighting because arjuna's arguments are is taken from the nyaya shastra from the dharma shastra from the niti shastra and arjuna is also presenting to krishna that what he heard in a disciplic succession now krishna has to convince arjuna because arjuna is talking on the level of shastras so krishna also want to convince him on that same level so then krishna starts discussing with arjuna to start with sankhya yoga where he explains the analogy between the body and soul and since arjuna accepted krishna as the supreme lord arjuna accepted krishna as his guru so the duty of a prime duty of a guru which krishna does that he chastises arjuna initially asochan anvasochastam pragyavadam sabhasase gatasunna gatasuncha nanu sochanti panditah you are talking like a fool 
Now you are talking like a pandita, but you are acting like a fool because you you are you are picking up words from the shastras, but what you are showing is is all foolishness. So he chastises Arjuna. And then he starts giving the instructions to Arjuna. Natve vaham jatunatham, natve neme janadipa, nacheva bhavishyama, sarve vayam matakparam. So he starts explaining to Arjuna. This is the first instruction Krishna gives. That is, uh, all the kings assembled here, you and me, were there in the past, are now here, and in the future also we are going to be there. That means Krishna is saying that we are all present previously, we are all present now, and we are going to be present in the future also. That means we are not this body, we are soul. And he starts explaining about body and the soul. He is analyzing the body and the soul, he starts explaining. And after he explaining the second chapter, chapter to some level and then Krishna moves slowly into Karma Yoga also and then finally ends up with the Buddhi Yoga. What is that Buddhi Yoga? Buddhi Yoga is nothing but Krishna is explaining to Arjuna that one performs their duty but at the same time we do not have attachment to the results of the activities which is in a way called, as Krishna starts Karma Yoga, he slowly moves on to the Nishkama Karma Yoga. So there is no desire to enjoy the results of the activities, which is Nishkama Karma. Prabhupada translates that into Buddhi Yoga. He gives the term as the Buddhi Yoga, or which is indirectly it is taken as Bhakti Yoga. So as Krishna is explaining about this thing, then Arjuna asks the question, then, um, okay, whoa, 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 wait, wait a minute. Can you please let me know uh, how this person behaves, who is performing this buddhi yoga, as you are calling him as a thita prajna, how this person behaves, how he sits, how he walks, how he talks. And as Krishna explaining that, Buddhi Yoga are the uh, transcendental qualities of this person then the Arjuna comes up with the question and that's where Bhagavad Gita is extended actually otherwise second chapter itself is known as summary of entire Bhagavad Gita where Arjuna asks questions Arjuna's uh, idea of a buddhi yoga that is a nishkama karma yoga is nothing but that is a jnana yoga is nothing but when i am full in knowledge then i need not to do any activity as such whereas on the other hand krishna is instructing arjuna to do karma yoga so Arjuna could not understand what is the difference between these two. Why 
you are one side telling me to do karma that is activities and other side you are asking me not to do any act renounce the activities and then krishna starts explaining about the karma yoga and as he starts explaining about nishkama karma yoga nishkama karma yoga the process itself is as you perform activities according to the instructions given by the scriptures and then slowly initially you are doing this activity for your sense gratification and then slowly as you keep performing this activity one will come to the stage they develop the detachment for the results of the activities and as they develop the detachment to the results of the activities then slowly they gain knowledge that is known as a gnana so which slowly transforms into gnana yoga so then krishna from third chapter onwards he moves on to the gnana yoga in the fourth chapter where he gives knowledge about him and then he he also talks about what is the benefit of having a knowledge of uh, knowing krishna janma karma cha me divyam yo me vet tatvata chaktva deham punar janma neti mamso ajna and after he is talking about the gnana yoga and slowly he moves on to the ashtanga yoga he explains ashtanga yoga and after explaining ashtanga yoga then krishna gradually moves on to the bhakti yoga now as here why we are discussing all these things is that which it talks about very nicely here as processes of all the processes the easy process is a bhakti yoga process in all the processes like it may be the karma yoga or it may be gnana yoga or ashtanga yoga this process is will be successful only when there is a tinge of devotion towards krishna otherwise the process in itself does not bring the devotee to the uh, lotus feet of supreme personality of godhead one may be performing gnana yoga if there is no devotion towards krishna then that gnana yoga will remain as just gnana yoga just for the sake of having a knowledge it will remain at that place they will just have knowledge they will just have an understanding about the scriptures but they will not get uh, love for the supreme personality of godhead if that is not developed then that remains as one of the uh, processes which will not bring them to the uh, either they won't get the samipya mukti or saiya mukti they don't get anywhere close to krishna they may go to uh, brahma jyoti things like that are they may enter into the same planet of krishna 
but they will not get the association of Krishna. Same thing is with Ashtanga Yoga. But in all these processes, another wonderful important point which we all should know is that they have to put in effort, so much efforts to control their senses. To suppress the desires for the enjoyment of their senses. They have to do that. There is an endeavor needed from the person who is practicing these processes. But the advantage with the bhakti yogis or the person who is practicing a devotional service is that one need not to uh, endeavor separately to control their senses. Because in Bhakti Yoga, the process itself is engaging your senses in the service of the Supreme Lord. And that way, whatever the propensities you are having it, you are dovetailing those propensities in the service of the Supreme Lord. The, your senses are automatically controlled. In a sense, if somebody likes to eat so much, just by serving the deities, so when you accept prasadam, uh, that itself is you are eating only prasadam instead of eating outside foodstuffs. This one way it becomes as you are engaging, you are tendency of eating is being fulfilled, engaged here as you are honoring prasadam. You need not to go out and then have something which is not offered to Krishna. Just as one of the examples which we can talk about. So these other processes, whatever we are performing or whatever we are talking about, so this process are, appears to be the independent, but actually they are not independent processes. That's why we call it as its yoga ladder. Karma yoga will eventually gives rise to the jnana yoga, and the jnana yoga eventually gives rise to either Bhakti Yoga or Ashtanga Yoga and Ashtanga Yoga finally gives rise to Bhakti Yoga. Because what we are doing in Ashtanga Yoga, in Ashtanga Yoga is we are meditating on the Supreme Personality of Godhead through the process of many processes they have in Ashtanga Yoga. You use Anuloma, Viloma, you use or you use some uh, poses in conditioning our mind in concentrating on Paramatma. But unfortunately in today's condition these are all becomes as a gymnastics so that we are deriving a benefit for our body as such. Um, that's not the Ashtanga Yoga is meant for as such. Ashtanga Yoga is meant for Realizing Supreme Personality of Godhead through the process of 
this Ashtanga. That is the process actually is meant for. Patanjali, he wrote this process. He mentioned this process for that purpose. To realize the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Through this process of yoga, Ashtanga Yoga. And that is Patanjali Yoga system. As I said, unfortunately today we will find yoga for everything. Even to the extent we can find yoga for sex also. But, as we all know it very well, sense gratification and the spiritual life will go ill together. They cannot go together. So, the, of all these yogas, of all the systems, which becomes, instead of climbing up the yoga ladder, one can directly take up elevator, which is of bhakti yoga, and one can practice bhakti yoga. And that way, one can reach destination quickly, instead of practicing all these yogic processes. And that's the reason Srila Prabhupada mentions that in some of his purports, those who are taken up devotional service, it is considered that they already practiced Karma Yoga, they already practiced Jnana Yoga and Ashtanga Yoga, all these processes they already practiced. And that's how they reach into the, the stage of Bhakti Yoga. Bhakti Yoga is the two way which talks about. One is you are engaging in the service of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. As you are engaging, you are um, indirectly, you are disengaging your senses from the sense gratification. And so this process becomes much easy. Even though the other processes they look at bhakti yoga is one of the sentimental sentimentalism but it is not sentimentalism now there is scientific theory a scientific this is a scientific process as such it involves so much of engaging ourselves it is not that in bhakti yoga one need not to engage, one need not to put efforts, one has to put efforts. But when it compared to jnana yoga or astanga yoga or karma yoga, it is much easy. Efforts are needed as such in bhakti yoga also, one has to put in efforts in serving the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And especially the initial stages, we are not inclined to practice devotional service. We are not inclined to chant Hare Krishna mantra because of our conditioning. But then as we take it as a tonic, as a medicine, the one's consciousness is purified and then one can start practicing devotional service. And then one can realize it padam padam purnamruta swadhana. At every step it is like a drinking nectar, amrutam. Purnamruta swadhana. Full, not even half. 
and that's what actually Rupa Goswami he talks about in his Bhaktira Samarta Sindhu book where he talks about the seven characteristics of a pure devotional service he talks about Kleshagni the first one one need not to be pure devotee even though he talks about the characteristics of a pure devotional service even if somebody starts a little bit also start practicing a devotional service one can realize it one will be relieved from these miseries of this material world that is the power of a devotional service so here it talks about Ajamil after he realizing then he start practicing a devotional service engaging himself in worshipping the Supreme Personality of Godhead so as Prabhupada talks about if somebody is worshipping a deity it may be appear to be the sentimentalism as such as we talk about Vigraharadhana but then that will naturally uh, your mind and our thoughts everything is engaged in the service of the Supreme Personality of Godhead why because there is no distinction between the form of the Lord and the Lord himself and uh, as Prabhupada also quotes of all the yogis those who are engaged in worshipping the Supreme Personality of God that Krishna talks about that person is the highest of all the yogis because Arjuna asked this question of all the yogis who is the best yogi then Krishna talks about this thing yogi nam api sarvesa and where he talks about the person is intimately united with me that is this person is always thinking of Krishna all the time that is the goal of a, a devotional service as such so as we all know when we get the higher taste we automatically leave the lower taste things the similarly when we are worshipping the Supreme Lord we automatically lose interest in the sense gratification because that is the lower than the higher things uh, like we, we were discussing last our discussion it is not that we were not we, we are all born as uh, you know, Vaishnavas as we are born when we are parents are feeding us we are telling them no no don't feed me chicken and mutton and fish I am pure devotee I am Vaishnava we all some of us must have eaten chicken and mutton and fish but then when come to Krishna consciousness even though they are so dear to us at the time before leaving Krishna consciousness 
before practicing Krishna consciousness. But then somehow we don't eat now after practicing a devotional service. Even though it was so uh, dear to us. Because when we get the higher taste, we automatically lose taste for lower things. So the devotional service, that's why it talks about such a powerful thing. It drags the person to the ultimate success. Only time is separating. That's all. Okay. So I'll stop here and then see if anybody's having any questions or comments. Thank you very much. Hare Krishna. Thank you, Prabhuji. Uh, please accept my humble presence and congratulations to Pastor Guru Maharaj for uh, the for class. Um, only one uh, small question, if you can please, uh, you know, correlate the difference between the yoga uh, systems what we have in the temple, like example, Nivrindavan and so we have weekend yoga. So, how you would differentiate that between the Bhakti Yoga? So, nothing compared to Bhakti Yoga. Nothing can be compared to Bhakti Yoga. Even though nowadays the temples, many temples you'll find, they uh, practice this Ashtanga Yoga, which we call it as a Yoga. It may be in the mornings or in the evenings. The reason we do this is to attract the souls, those who are uh, lost their way and roaming in this material world, not to understand what to do, where they are supposed to go. We are trying to show the way to them. So, when we try to talk about Bhakti Yoga directly, uh, one may not be uh, liking that process. One may not be attracted to that process. So, we are trying to bring the souls through the different ways. Like, for example... It looks like many of us, or maybe some of us, are definitely few of us, must have come to this process, it's known as Bhakti Yoga, through the uh, yoga process known as the Prasad Yoga, by accepting Prasadam. We are attracted towards Prasadam. Some of us are connected to this process through, uh, through Harinam Sankirtan. Somebody heard this Sankirtan singing on the streets. They got attracted and they taken up this devotional service. 
so there are many ways people get people <coughs> they like one of the processes in this and that's how they start uh, practicing a devotional service they start practicing that process and then slowly comes into the devotional service there are many 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 ways i'm just talking about the two three ways one of the famous way all of us must have uh, at least some of us must have experienced this is true in india and here also we can find to some to some extent the temples normally engage some people in some other activities because there are uh, no devotees in that activity who are uh, very good in performing that activity they bring persons from outside like one of the example is photographer they brings this they bring the photographer because they want to take the deities nice photos so that they can publish in uh, calendars and things like that or uh, photo sessions during any activities during any festivals so they bring this photographer they rent a photographer so as the photographer keep coming for taking the photos of the deities or other activities other things other uh, functions things like that slowly slowly you will find this photographer is wearing a dhoti first comes with a pant and kurta or initially comes with a pant shirt uh, tucked in and then slowly you will find this coming with a kurta on top and down pant and then slowly pant transforms into dhoti and then uh, gradually you will find a tilak on his forehead and later on you will find a bead bag in his hand and that's how he becomes a devotee this many times we see now here in your down also we see there is one person his name is david who takes care of it activities initially when he came he is not aware of anything not interested in anything just doing his job all of sudden sometimes you find him coming in dhoti kurta attending mangal aarti in the morning 5 o'clock and now he says i am i am not able to eat outside even now he is not fully convinced but he is not convinced in the sense he is not fully practicing a devotional service but he says now i can't eat outside i am not able to eat outside why what happened after honoring prasadam here daily when i go out when i eat outside i feel the food is bland there is no taste in the food there are no spices there is no masala in it there is nothing in it so i am not liking that food so he is eating here only he likes to eat. so if he is going now he is packing and taking it outside so like that so we will see this transformation so why we are talking about this thing is that the same reason the yoga because the devotees those who are interested the persons those who are interested in practicing yoga but not interested in practicing a devotional service to attract them to the devotional service somehow or other when they start coming to the yoga process yoga practices in the temple 
So we are teaching the yoga there, we are teaching the gymnastics there, but at the same time, we are keep giving them slowly and slowly without knowing themselves about the devotional service. We are injecting a devotional service into their body through the process of yoga, but we are talking about a devotional service. So that way, that will slowly transform the heart of a person because this person is taking the yoga instructor as a guru, temporary guru for that process. So when the yoga instructor is talking something, saying something, they get to hear it very attentively and they try to follow it and that will transform them and bring them to the devotional service slowly. So this is something like which Chaitanya Mahaprabhu talks about in Chaitanya Charitamrita, Ena Kena Prakarena, somehow or other bring the person to devotional service. Somehow or other do something or other, but bring that soul to Krishna consciousness. So this is the processes which we are trying to do. That way we can attract those souls towards to the devotional service. So whatever you find in the temple, whatever the temples are doing it, it may be appears to be which is of uh, non-relevant or irrelevant to the devotional service. But please know that this is a, a step forward in attracting those souls towards the devotional service. Be it the color fest or be it the yoga or be it the swan boat festival, anything for that matter. Everything is finally to bring the person to the lotus feet of a Supreme Personality of Godhead, Sri Radha Vrindavan Chandra. Hope that uh, helps, Prabhu. Yes, Prabhuji, you gave a good example of David, uh, whom I also know very closely. So, yeah, there are much things we can relate to this example. Thank you, Prabhu. Thank you. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Okay. Any other questions or comments? Today, Mesh Prabhu is not talking. Hare Krishna Prabhuji, Madhavad Pradam, Guru Guru Shishwapad Guru Maharaj. Hare Krishna Like another call, so I joined a little late. So you covered one verse, right, in the beginning? Yes, Madhavad. So Prabhuji, like, uh, quickly reading the purport. So duties, uh, like I know one person, uh, he comes to a temple and he's, uh, uh, he doesn't follow the regulated principles, but he's so much uh, uh, into, uh, you know, deities, uh, worship, I have to take darshan of deities, uh, you know, he wouldn't be bothered much, much about uh, maybe attending the class or any other thing. But for him, uh, like taking the darshan and, uh, you know, like uh, seeing the deities is really, really important. So how um, uh, that attraction is there, so much deity that attraction is there, but then they don't attract to other processes. 
what matter there is no attraction i mean there is attraction to the deities only but there is no attraction to chanting the holy name there is no because he doesn't chant uh, but you know oh i have to take darshan i have to take darshan of the deities you know so darshan of the deities is the only attraction he has in the heart you know otherwise uh, he doesn't follow regulative principles uh, of course the person i'm talking is like a senior citizen he's had a divorce and he stays alone so the only person uh, thing that attracts him is this so I, sometimes uh, you know i sometimes wonder like uh, you know he is not getting attracted to the holy name he doesn't bother about you know regulative principles or anything but what is this kind of sukruti he will get a person like this in uh, you know krishna consciousness or how will he uh, get that benefit uh, <coughs> Uh, attracted to deities only. So this is a uh, the scriptures give this uh, this kind of persons is known as a kanista dikari. That is the definition for kanista dikari. They are attracted to deities. That's all. Nothing else. That is at the stage of kanista level, at the lowest level. But if they continue uh, as we see this kanista dikari is the one of the uh, stage as such but then uh, later comes to the madhyama dikari so if the devotee continues to come to temple even for the sake of taking darshan also as we are discussing the photographer comes to take photos his job is just to take photos and he has been paid for that as such but as i said initially they come with pant shirt and then slowly you know, pant and kurta and then slowly dhoti and kurta and then slowly with uh, uh, tilak and then you'll find slowly with a bead bag gradually you'll find all these transformations so transformations are going to happen as such provided if they continue to con- come to the temple as such so even though at this point of time he is having uh, attraction towards the deities but slowly that attraction will transform into chanting of hare krishna mantra also you will find uh, different different types of personalities some of them are interested in doing services but not interested in chanting hare krishna mantra and some of them as you said interested in just seeing the deities but not taking up anything else that is the lowest of all apart from that at least somebody is trying to serving the supreme lord so trying to do some service in the temple serving the devotees they are graduated from one level to the next level now they are engaging in serving the devotees and from there slowly they move up to the ladder and they take up uh, chanting of hare krishna mantra it may take time because of their conditioning whatever the condition they are in and that may not be allowing them in taking up the <coughs> chanting of hare krishna mantra so it it will take some time provided if they continue to come to temple as such continue to practice what they are doing it and that will eventually uh bring them to the uh, the process of a devotional service at this point of time as we said he is a kanishtha dikari uh, 
is just attracted to the deities of the supreme lord in the temple and he, they are not bothered about anything else not devotees nothing nothing are bothered just full attention is on the deities as such but as they continue to come as they continue to interact with the people slowly things will change hope that helps mata ji yes prabhu ji uh, we are kalash tadikari that was uh, gave the answer but uh, just my mind is thinking that uh, like since 2008 i have been seeing this person only in this situation of there's no progress whatsoever there are a lot of people have told him about the chanting and he's a, you know like a seen must be 70 75 or something like that mm. so um like uh, you know i mean to even give some donation or uh, you know devotees have approached him in different way because he's retired and he should dedicate his life you know um like one prashna each should uh, you know we should at least little bit uh, be in that uh, it's not even one prashna ji sanyasi age one prashna mm-hmm. is like from 50 to 70 so uh, but then uh, you know like that's what i was wondering like uh, there's like you said no so um, i mean i don't know how, how many lifetime it will take him to progress because yeah there are some people you know they will come and suddenly they will uh, start becoming friendly taking up seva within i mean couple of weeks only they you see them in the kitchen and and they will and when we ask them they will say that you know we came here and so and so introduced us and we were, and now we are like you know the husband wife children all are serving suddenly all of a sudden in, in a week or two but then this person is there who's uh, you know uh, i mean so many years i've been seeing this person come but there's no uh, progress to so to say from my angle but maybe uh, you know uh, that's what is uh, so that's why the question came to my mind you know like you said no, i'm not seeing any progress for all this time you know the same thing and on the contrary there's so many devotees where i've seen you know like uh, once they started chanting specially you know like uh, and this couple i was talking about who are progressing is like that mata ji was asking me Uh, is it easy to uh, leave tea so i said the first thing is you chant i told her that you chant uh, you know certain number of rounds i didn't tell her leave tea or anything because uh, uh, but uh, so you know it's intriguing my mind that his whole life will go into this only just coming and you know taking deity darshan and just going away hmm. so we are uh, more interested in results as such we are result oriented especially yes. indians krishna is not result oriented krishna is process oriented he is looking at you what are the efforts you are putting in he is least bothered about what is the results you are giving to him he is not interested in results because results are in his hand hmm it is not in our hands results our effort is in our hands so we always trying to look at the end result of an activity every time so naturally you are trying to look at this person as a devotee that is the end result what is that end result holding beads in his hand wearing uh, uh, dhoti and kurta wearing tilak so these things uh, which we are looking at it 
but uh, we don't know his conditioning so for some may take a lifetimes entire lifetime also many lifetimes also conditioning everybody have their own space everybody needs their space it may taken for you for a month to come up to the devotional service somebody may take one year to take up a devotional service somebody must have taken three years to take up a devotional service somebody must have taken 10 years somebody must have taken 20 years somebody must have taken in a day it depends upon the depending upon the conditioning of that person so we don't know what is this person conditioning as you said as everybody is trying it but still he is not taking it up that is his conditioning so his conditioning is at that level he is not able to take up to devotional service so the uh, vaisheshik prabhu says when you go for a book distribution you try to talk to person about book distribution he is not ready to take it the vaisheshik prabhu says okay it is not ripened just leave it on the wine and then look for somebody else look for somebody else there are billions of billions of souls are there in this world looking for krishna consciousness try and touch them this is not ripened fruit still it's take time to ripen so leave it at this point of time so that is for book distribution is talking about now this person is already at the lotus in the shelter of lotus feet of krishna he is coming to temple he is taking darshan so his devotional service started but we are always as i said trying to look for results always looking for results so we want this results to be seen in him when i was in pune one of our friend he used to come to temple he is interested only in serving not interested in chanting i told my devotee friends told him so many no almost 5 years he was there but he never chanted but 5 years he is doing wonderful service he did and later on he moved from there to delhi i lost touch with him after i came to us then somehow he met me and he spoke to me and uh, i am thinking the same he is the same person so i we both went to temple somebody i introduced him this is my friend and all they asked him what is your name he started talking about his name my name is ram raghav das i said what ram raghav das when did this happen that's time i asked him in front of uh, the person he said oh yeah i went to delhi there and then i was in gurugram and then i was uh, there is a patruksha and later on there is a temple came up i was involved in the temple serving and all. and then i started chanting then lokanath maharaj is there and he gave initiation i took initiation from him i never expected this uh, from him surprising to know person who is not interested in chanting who is only interested in serving now he is a initiated devotee 
So, we don't know. We try to give time frames to the things for the results and we expect things to happen quickly and we expect things to happen the way we want it. It may not or it will not because everybody is different, different people with a different conditioning. So, have patience with this person and never be surprised if you don't take up in his entire life also. It may, it may, it may not take up. That's why it says that it's easy to preach to younger generation than to preach older generation. It is not that because of older generation they will not be much useful for us. No, not like that. Soul is a soul. So only thing is by the time they reached uh, now they are old. So they are um, the mindset and everything is already fixed. It's so hard, so difficult to change it. So difficult it is to change because they the entire life they framed their mindset in such a way and that's how it is. They look at only in that way. It is hard to change. Very, very hard to change. So Krishna will do that. As, since he, as you say, he is coming to temple for 2008 onwards. He is honoring Prasadam and he is taking darshan of deities and he is associating with the devotees. That's all. Maybe assume that that's the level he can go up to. He may not go above than that. That's why he must have reached that stage. Highest stage in this lifetime. Um, Krishna will take care of him. Hope that helps, Mataji. Thanks, Prabhuji. Thank you so much. Thank you. Hare Krishna Prabhu Ji, Dandat Pranav, Hongresh Krishna Prabhupada. Hare Krishna Prabhupada. And then the question answered towards the end, Hare It was so nice. And uh, especially about this uh, particular uh, situation that uh, Mataji was speaking about. That, uh, old, I like, uh, as you were saying, that it's easy to preach to younger generation than the older one. And I remembered what Prabhupada used to say, you know, you cannot teach new tricks to old dogs. Mm. Uh, exactly. <laughs> that's true. That's very true. I have one problem. I have. A, I mean, uh, what my question is about um, a situation where some damage has been done to the yoga by some kind of, an, uh, you can say, inappropriate level of preaching. Supposing somebody is coming uh, with a karmakandi mindset and then... Uh, and. Uh, he has been uh, thrown in those verses that uh, uh, all kinds of things and uh, uh, that verse or the um, that uh, chapter 16 verses uh, all kinds of things and so uh, it's, so his ego has been damned uh, he has he's impinged and that has done some harm or damage to his uh, potential uh, yoga to Krishna. I mean, Bhakti Yoga. So, what can be done to retrieve the situation? Give prasadam. 
it will be difficult so this situation is propad also uh, went through i mean not propad the devotees go went through the situations like ms mm-hmm. you must have heard the uh, one of the famous example that one mataji in europe she used to come to temple and she used to come to temple but at the same time she used to be fully fully decorated tip top she used to be all the time and whenever the devotees used to meet her whenever the devotees see her in the temple they used to keep preaching to her you are not this body your spirit soul so much so much she finally fed up she decided that i am not going to go to temple this is end today is the last day i will go and then afterwards i stop going to this temple even though she is liking the place she is liking the process but she she likes to keep herself like that way fully decked up so when last day she went and to her surprise it is somehow by krishna's arrangement propad is there in the temple he was visiting that temple that place and then everybody is meeting shila propad and then finally she also got a chance to meet shila propad when she met shila propad and propad saw her and he spoke only one word to her propad said you are looking so beautiful very nicely decorated which is full contrary to the uh, preachings done by the devotees after entire life in the temple propad just spoke opposite to what devotees are speaking about at the same time propad knows it very well and he is the one who started talking about you are not body you are spirit soul but here propad did not speak that thing and propad encouraged her and he appreciated her way of decorating herself and that transformed her heart and she started taking up a devotional service and then he started coming to the temple regularly and she became a devotee eventually so this happens when somebody is in uh, in enthusiasm they start uh, giving this kind of verses and start talking about this thing which will become as a negative preaching actually um that's going the prabhu he talks about this particular thing going prabhu from chaupati he talks about this thing actually uh because of your enthusiasm um don't count how many people you brought to krishna consciousness but count how many people you chased away from krishna consciousness because of you how many people turned away from krishna and that is uh, more important than how many people you are uh, uh, bringing to krishna to the lotus feet of krishna so uh, that's why we had to be very careful when uh, preaching actually now what can we do is that we need to talk to them positively and then bring them uh, slowly slowly to krishna consciousness most of the times i stop talking about the devotional service towards them into the message first uh, have a friendship nice friendship have a trust between you and that person and that trust it's like a, just like a bank balance you keep depositing 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 and whenever you need you try to withdraw so you keep uh, developing good friendship with him with him or her and then because of it's not that we are all getting attracted towards krishna consciousness philosophy and that's how we are taken up it is because of a devotee 
who is taking us because of the devotee love and affection we started looking at the devotional service and that is more important for us so we should be giving a love and affection towards that person than preaching about a philosophy philosophy we learn somehow or other we will get to hear we get to learn it but giving a love and affection and that is a more important so when we give love and affection we can attract so many souls to krishna consciousness and essentially that's what shri prabhupada did actually where these uh, hippies or these uh, anger generation at the time they were lack of love and affection and they were roaming in the streets and prabhupada showed them love and affection and that's how he brought them to krishna consciousness hope that helps prabhu ji my incoming consciousness was from that like attending some classes and getting the philosophy straightened out that was the way so i i think everybody will take it like that but then i over time i realized it doesn't happen that way for everyone mm. so like everybody is different different ways to <coughs> yes પ્રભુ as always i enjoy your class and thank you for uh, giving your time so we can understand more i was giving the gita class and so there was question that um, you know that you uh, the, uh, you understand when you started to uh, when you enter in the krishna consciousness that uh, this is all the illusory uh, energy maya is affecting you and your senses but wherever uh, uh, day to day there is always some sense gratification so besides sensing what else you can do to stay away from this illusory effect of the illusory energy be in the association of devotees mm. one should be always in the association of devotees one should not travel alone one should be traveling with a devotee one should stay in the association of devotee so that way devotees can uh, bring you back even though you are uh, going away from krishna consciousness in sense gratification the same example which we can see because bharat maharaj is alone he happened to be deviating from krishna consciousness if had it been in the association of devotees devotee could have told hey prabhu ji what is happening nowadays you are you know more attached to deer so don't be attached to deer so much please take up devotional service again so that's the reason one should be in the association of devotees all the time or whichever way is possible how much ever is possible so that will help us to take away from sense gratification hmm is that uh, thank, you, thank you thank you thank you prabhu ji yes yes 
So we need to find the ways. Yes, we need to find the ways how we can be in association of devotees, somehow or other. And especially whenever we are vulnerable, whichever the situation we are in, vulnerable, we need to seek devotee association. That is the most needed. Thank you, Prabhuji. Thank you, Prabhuji. Thank you, Hare Krishna. So, Prabhuji, uh, there's one more question connecting to uh, Mahesh Prabhu's question. Uh, you said to always be in association of uh, devotees, you know, that's the answer you gave. Uh, but sometimes, you know, we have people around us who are mixed devotees, right? Uh, in the sense that, you know, they're chanting but then they are you know, so much on the phone and then sometimes they are offering and sometimes they are, you know, so it's like a mixed up situation. How to deal with that? Do we so when, categorize them as, uh, like when you say that associated with devotees, you, you, must be, you must be saying that devotees who are doing 16 rounds, who are initiated, you know, mm-hmm. uh, but what about the other category in the middle? See, what, kind of one way. what kind of association we keep with them? I mean, okay. uh, if they are around us, hmm. uh, you know, because some of us are in a situation where we are not don't have all devotees everywhere, mm-hmm. and we preach to in the family and friends and sometimes job circle, mm-hmm. they are like mixed. So you know, and then we think that okay, you know, they are chanting, but then they are not, uh, you know, mm-hmm. they are just chanting four rounds. So that mixed up situation is there. Sometimes they're eating food, prasadam, sometimes they're not eating. You know, mm. sometimes they will also take, they're vegetarian, but they will take onion, garlic. They don't take mm. sastic, sanctified food, but they take sometimes mm. onion, garlic. Chalta, mm. it's okay, you know, once in a while. We're mm. in the material world. So, uh, how to deal with that? Okay. So, one thing is we should be knowing is when somebody is taken up a devotional service, is a devotee means devotee. There is no uh, separation of that person from a devotee. He is accepting Krishna as the Supreme Lord and is the servant of the Supreme Lord. He is a devotee. Chanting maybe two rounds or one round is a devotee. Honoring prasadam, sometimes, sometimes not, is a devotee. Sometimes eating onion and garlic, sometimes not eating onion and garlic, he or she is a devotee. We should be knowing, devotee means devotee. There is no uh, difference as such. Now, when it comes to the taking association of a devotee, we all should be knowing very well. We all should be knowing by now very well. When to take association, when to give association. Sometimes we have to take association and sometimes we have to give association to others. But then as you need a devotee along with you all the time, especially when you are traveling. 
when you are going away, when you are going in different different places. Uh, let me give you an example from the scriptures. When Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he decided to go for a South Indian tour, devotees were saying that, no, you cannot go alone. We, somebody will accompany you. Are talking, they are taking about different, different names, Nityananda Prabhu, or different personalities. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is denying everyone. And finally, they all came with one conclusion that Kala Krishna Das is the one who is going to go with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Because Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is also chanting and he is having Kamandalu in his hand and his cloth bag also there. So with all these things it will be difficult for him chanting and beads. So they arrange for a devotee. So the devotee is carrying Prabhu's, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's uh, paraphernalia and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is walking with the beads in his hand. And maybe one hand Kamandalu, he is chanting. Kalakrishna Das is not a person who can give association to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. For that matter, nobody is at that level to give association to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. But there is a need for another devotee. Cannot be alone as such. But what happened in the end? Kalakrishna Das, he came in the, with the, in the attraction of gypsies. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who has supposed to take care of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has to take care of him. He has to go and then you know, bring him back from the gypsies. And then he brought him back and he safely brought him back to Jagannath Puri and then he handed over to the devotees, take, this is the person you gave me to be my associate. Now, when you look at this whole scenario, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna himself. He can be without association also. But the devotees, when they ask for it, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu accepted it. And he is sometimes taking his association and sometimes giving his association. It is the give and take. But when it comes to situation, then he has to give his association. So he has to protect Kala Krishna Das and then bring him from there, from gypsies. And then till he reach Jagannath Puri, he is protecting Kala Krishna Das or he is giving association to Kala Krishna Das. So that a discrimination, we should be having it with whom we have to take association and to whom we have to give association. In both the cases, one thing is common, that is, yes, we need devotee association. Even though you are giving association, but you need association. You are taking association, you need association. Either you are taking from them or you are giving it to them. Mm-hmm.
So this one should be as a devotee, we should be knowing it very well. When we need to take, when we need to give. And that uh, gives us uh, a level of uh, understanding and that way we can uh, live kind of happily in the devotional circle as such. Hope that helps, Mataji. Yes, but you know, like taking association from senior devotee, that is, we are very happy. But then sometimes with mixed devotees, you have to be a little careful also. See, the one thing we all should be, I mean, at least I practice this thing. If the person is a mixed devotee, means he is useless. I don't feel that that way. If the person is a mixed devotee, means he is of no use to me. Some things which we are not good, they are good at it, even though they are mixed devotees. I am. Uh, I am sorry if I am speaking something uh, harshly. I um, I don't mean to uh, hurt your hurt your feelings as such. What comes is that this person is not completely following. So you know. How much association, but like you answered the question by saying we can give association to them and while they are, you know, maybe reading one page of Bhagavad Gita, we can tell them to read a couple of more pages, do more round, rounds, you know, because they are like, uh, at least they have taken up the chanting. So, so you are giving the positive aspect of it. Yeah. And then of course we heard that Lord Chaitanya said anybody who chants the name, name even once is my devotee. So see how, and then you give example of Srila Prabhupada, how he beautifully uh, said to that lady, you know, I'd heard this before. So we are seeing like Lord Chaitanya, Srila Prabhupada, they are so, somehow, I don't know, negative energy comes inside of, inside of us. And uh, because, you know, we are so much in the mode of material nature. But uh, your answer is like giving a positive reflection of what I'm asking. And that really helps, uh, you know, so... Yeah, thank you so much, Prabhuji. I perfectly got the answer. And uh, uh, like it changed my mind in the sense that uh, first of all, we have to accept them that however much they are doing is good. And then accordingly, we kind of take and give association with them. So that's the... Thank you, Prabhuji. Hare Krishna. Thank you. Thank you. I, I, I see that there is... Um, again, as I said, uh, please forgive me if I am speaking something harsh. Um, there is a negativity. No. Devotee means devotee. We should be having a full respect to the devotee, even though devotee is not following to the level they're supposed to follow. Manushyanam sahasreshu kaschid yatata siddhaye. Crores of crores of people, one person takes up to the devotional service. We should be knowing this and we should be respecting them very well. Amen. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm really sorry. When you say this mixed devotee, the way you are saying, I feel, it's kind of uh, uh, looking at a bhangi. No, they are not bhangis. They are devotees. 
they are practicing a devotional service they are taken up devotional service they are taken up the lotus feet of serving the lotus feet of supreme personality of godhead respect them fully we are if you look at it few years back few months back or many many years back we were like them and if somebody were not treating us like how we are treating them now we may not be in devotional service so please give them full respects and uh, uh uh glorify them appreciate them they are putting efforts to become a devotees they are at a mixed devotee i can we can understand that but then yes with the full respects they are practicing a devotional service to the level they have to practice because depending upon their conditioning when we appreciate that genuinely not uh, uh for uh, you know not uh, artificially or not uh, in any ulterior motives when we respect them when we appreciate them honestly from within your heart within no time they will reach to the level where we are in or they may cross our level also then we may have to take their association at that time so i'm um, a devotee is a devotee in with with uh, irrespective of any conditioning they are in with irrespective of any level they are in irrespective of any mixed level they are in we should be respecting them fully and we should be honoring them as being the devotee of the supreme personality of godhead when we are in this mindset then definitely you will find so many qualities we can get from them even though they are at mixed level at some levels they will be definitely better than us and that we can take uh, uh, their association to gain that quality so that we can imbibe that quality in us so uh, mataji as i said once again i am saying that uh, i don't mean to uh, hurt you i don't mean to hurt your feelings i am just uh, thought of uh, saying these words and by any chance if i did anything like that please uh, forgive me uh, no prabhu ji just you uh, you know gave a very very positive uh, Uh, feedback to my uh, question which was uh, i was uh, thinking that you know like uh, because when you uh, uh, i was thinking from point of view you safety point of view like you know you should find association of devotee but then um, i forgot the angle that you know um, it's like judging you know anyone who's chanting i mean there are people if i think of it there are people who like you know even in the family uh my daughter and me we've been preaching you know and they are not taking up anything at all <laughs> no chanting no regulations but then the ones uh, and this i'm talking about family members the ones who've taken up we should like you know like uh, uh, veshishi kamaraj says uh, fan the spark <laughs> that's all we can do for them so thank you for the positive input not uh, very nice uh, and probably also you know you you uh, li- you're living in new vrindavan right 
Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, we are fortunate that uh, you know we are, uh, uh, you know, like, वैसे ही एक positive vibe आ जाता है. You know, when you're living in, uh, because I myself when I go to the temple on Sundays, you know, the moment I enter the temple, I feel, and then the moment I'm out of the temple, it's like you know, I feel the energy is different. So we are so fortunate to have you to give us that positive energy from there, uh, and uh, so it's like because now we are like not in the temple, but we are in a home temple. Which is different from the, you know. So we are really fortunate to have you on the call and give us that positive vibes uh, for all our negative answers. That's all I'll say. But thank you so much, Hare Krishna. Thank you, Hare Krishna. Okay.